Welcome to Prajna Sparks special series, 59 Days of Healing, where we explore one maxim from the Tibetan Lojong text, seven points for healing dualistic mind each day to integrate the practice into our lives. Today is day 56. We are in the midst of point seven, tips. Maxim 56 reads, get over yourself. Yeah. Over the 55 days that we've been looking at these maxims, one thing should be very clear. The main culprit of the harms that dualistic mind works on our experience is this idea of self. The idea of a truly existent self that is lasting, independent, and a unity, a single whole piece rather than a node in a web of interconnections. That sounds very abstract and difficult to connect with. Here's the easy way to connect with it. Self-importance. Self-importance is the prime agent for dualistic mind to operate. This maxim is trying to get at subtle ways that self-importance infiltrates our daily life. Getting over yourself is one of the best ways to address these subtle ways. It's easy to know, oh yes, I'm being self-important when we're being selfish or somebody points something out to us, but there's some subtle ways that we go about this that are harder to pinpoint. This is what this maxim is getting at. The ways that Self-importance makes things get under our skin. Somebody behaves in a certain way, says something to us, doesn't say something to us, whatever it may be, and it really bugs us. This maxim says, get over yourself. Now, it's not saying you should just be a masochist and no matter what happens, say, oh, okay, I'll just put up with it. That's just an inversion of self-importance. It's not actually quelling self-importance. Anytime it's about you, it's self-importance. It's not just when you come out on top that it's self-importance. One way I really love to work with this maxim is to see it from the flip side of self-importance. It's fine, of course, to be assertive about ourselves, to put ourselves out there in ways that we need to live our lives and to get our message across. Self-promotion is something that we need to do in some of our work and so forth. What this maxim is asking us to do is to decenter the self from all of that. How do we do that? The flip side is service. This maxim is about service over self-importance. One of the best ways to work with it is to look at all of the things that you're already a part of and say, how much of this is service and how much of this is me grabbing more territory for self-importance to take over? We might feel entitled to other people's time, to have it getting a pat on the back, to having acknowledgement, these kinds of things, as opposed to service that engages in 
behavior that is valuable and meaningful for us from the attitude of giving without an expectation of return. It's also an attitude that is very grounded in what we're able to give. Nowadays, there's all kinds of folks that are billing themselves for all kinds of activity that they may or may not be authorized to provide. Getting over yourself means stick with what you can do. Stick with where your service lies and do that as well as possible rather than insisting on taking over new territory. Now, of course, that doesn't mean you're not allowed to grow or to develop. That's part of fulfilling your service in a good way. Let's face it, not everybody is waiting for your light to shine so that they can receive it. Sometimes people react in ways that don't feel very comfortable or pleasant to us. Getting over yourself is a way of keeping the heart light and free of resentment and at the same time not falling into an extreme of masochism or denial of our feelings and emotions. We can be unhappy about things happening and at the same time be free of resentment and ready to enjoy what is pleasant and allow anything that does not immediately feel great to feed our practice of lojong in any of the many ways that these maxims instruct. This particular maxim can get into so many different things, but basically I find it a really good mantra to remind ourselves when things start to get under our skin, get over yourself. I was so struck when I saw this maxim because I've heard this before. I teach a course on bisexuality. I bring my expertise to this class and I also bring some of my whimsy. So I share some of the bisexual haiku that I write. I dress in the colors of the bisexual flag. And many students enjoy that. And apparently some students do not. Um, so when I taught this class last, I got positive feedback on the course evaluations, which is always very lovely. But the things that stand out to me most are the evaluations that are not quite as um, glowing. And one person put on their evaluation, get over yourself. You know, and I just have struggled with it because it, I, I, you know, it did indeed get under my skin. But when I saw this maxim, I thought, oh my gosh, how generous of this student to offer me one of the Lojong maxims. And so it just shifted my relationship with that completely. So it was, I, I could just see it as such a lovely gift. I'm glad to hear that because this is definitely one of the renderings that's more freestyle than literal from the original Tibetan, which is really about not singing your own praises, not being the one that puts our greatness out into the world. And nowadays, that can seem a little jarring for us. So many of us are involved in promoting ourselves one way or another. The reason I skewed it somewhat is because it's not so much about promoting yourself or not promoting yourself. It's about how we do things. This sense of getting over yourself can, as you just described, feel like an insult or we're being undercut. Clearly, that's not what the maxim is trying to do. What the maxim is trying to do is say, you know what? People are the center of their own universe all the time. 
that might create situations that are difficult for us. How do we deal with it? Getting over ourselves is related to getting over that sense of self-importance. Why should the student think that you're dressing in the colors of the flag and the haiku and all this is wonderful? They can have whatever opinion they want. That doesn't affect your experience or your ability to share or your decisions necessarily. You are your own best judge. You'll decide whether that's input that is valuable for you to take into your life or not. But you'll never do that if you take it as an insult and a wall comes up and you never get a chance to look at it the way you're just describing as how wonderful. They're offering me a lojong maxim. Now I can actually take this into my experience, use it as fodder for developing rather than just getting that sense of self-importance even more rigid, even more petrified. I often give people the advice to allow themselves to shine because I see some people sort of hiding their light. Um, and I, I think that, you know, especially people who might be underrepresented in whatever fields they're in or in higher education, you know, feel like imposters sometimes. And so one, I always try to encourage them to like, let, let themselves shine brightly. Like it, yes, humility is important and it's, it's good to be humble. And at the same time, if you don't share your gifts with the world, then they, other people don't get to enjoy them, learn from them, be inspired by them. And I think that's some of what, you know, I took away from this experience was that I'm just going to shine my light. I'm going to shine my, you know, pink and blue and purple light all over the place. And that's going to strike people differently. Some people will be inspired by that and excited about that, and it will encourage them to also allow themselves to shine brightly. Other people will react negatively to that, like that won't work for them. And so I think it's, you know, it was an important lesson for me. It's important for other people. It doesn't mean don't shine. It just means, you know, that different people are going to have different reactions to that. It's saying shine for shine's sake not for self-importance sake, not because it is 100% going to give you all the gifts that dualistic mind convinces you is going to come out of shining. You shine because that's what you are, because that's what's right. And when you do that as a sense of service, there's an integrity to it. There's an authenticity to it. You're not trying to shine to appropriate things that are beyond your incredibly beautiful globe of shining. <laughs> you don't need to. That's a very different attitude. So get over yourself and not so much about don't shine. It's about what happens when you're shining and not everybody's crazy about it. Get over yourself. It doesn't really matter. You're doing it for its own sake, not for self-importance sake. This has been Yeshe and Tanya on day 56 of Prajna Spark special series, 59 Days of Healing. Tune in daily for more maxims from the Tibetan Lodrung text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind. Check the episode notes for more resources. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Prajna Sparks, and email us, sparks at prajnafire.com, with any questions. May all beings benefit. <laughs>